Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee with your daily devotional. Reading once again from In the Lord I Take Refuge. This is a daily reader that goes through the book of Psalms, all 150 of the ancient songs in the hymn book of the Bible, as we call it, right there in the middle of the Bible. We have uh, all of these ancient songs by uh, a variety of composers, authors, singers, songwriters. David, King David, probably wrote maybe half of them. Um, this is a book uh, with commentary by Dane Ortland. He's the pastor of Naperville Presbyterian Church. And some of you will know him as the author of a book called Gentle and Lowly, and uh, one that we many of us have read here at the Village Chapel. This uh, day's selection is on Psalm 40, a psalm of David. To the choir master is the superscription that uh, precedes it. And uh, I'm going to read the psalm first and then Pastor Ortland's thoughts, just a, really a few short paragraphs after that. So if you have your Bible and you want to read along or, or follow along, you're welcome to do that. This is Psalm 40, and I believe this is in the uh, ESV translation. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog, and he set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust who does not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after a lie. You have multiplied, O Lord, my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts toward us. None can compare with you. I will proclaim and tell of them, yet they are more than can be told. In sacrifice and offering, you have not delighted, but you have given me an open ear. Burnt offering and sin offering you have not required. Then I said, Behold, I've come. In the scroll of the book it is written of me, I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is written in my heart. Wow. I have told the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. Behold, I have not restrained my lips, as you know, O Lord. I have not hidden your deliverance within my heart. I've spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I've not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. As for you, O Lord, you will not restrain your mercy from me. Your steadfast love and your faithfulness will ever preserve me. For evils have encompassed me beyond number. My iniquities have overtaken me, and I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head. My heart fails me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Let those be put to shame and disappointed altogether who seek to snatch away my life. Let those be turned back and brought to dishonor who delight in my hurt. Let those be appalled because of their shame who say to me, Aha! Aha! But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation say continually, Great is the Lord! As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord takes thought for me. 
You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, oh my God. That's just quite an amazing old song, isn't it? King David it was one that we knew uh, had been under great stress and difficulty for a large part of, especially his early years. Um, but even even after he became king, um, and one who, even as a young boy, went to face down the giant Goliath, but who relied on the Lord, who, as he was describing why he should be the one to go fight Goliath, he said to everyone, look, the Lord has delivered me out of the the paw of the lion and the bear. He'll deliver me out of this giant's hand as well. He knew the deliverance and the salvation of God. And he knew it even personally as King Saul uh, wouldn't relinquish the throne and was in pursuit of David, trying to kill him over and over and over and over again. And then years later, one of David's sons, Absalom, comes in and drives, literally drives David out of Jerusalem, um, or David leaves anyway, and and uh, he, Absalom, literally wants to kill his father. So David knew the anxiety of this world, the trouble, the difficulty, even his own sin, um, his struggling with lust and uh, uh, at, at the sight of Bathsheba and his, uh, his murderous heart as he arranged for the death of Bathsheba's husband so that he, David, could take Bathsheba. So much um, when you think about it and you read and study the life of David, to read uh, through one of his prayers, one of his ancient songs that really was a prayer, there's so much there for us. Uh, there's so much about God. There's so much about um being able to be honest before God, being able to come to God in repentance. Um, it's so powerful. Well, let's see what Pastor Dane Ortland has uh, for us here in In the Lord, I Take Refuge, this great little daily reader based on the Psalms. Uh, Pastor Dane Ortland says, in this Psalm, David looks both backward and forward as he considers his need for God. He looks back to past deliverance from, from, that came from God. He drew me up from the pit of destruction and set my feet upon a rock. That's in verse 2 of Psalm 40. And he looks to future deliverance. Uh, your steadfast love and your faithfulness will ever preserve me. That's in verse 11 there of Psalm 40. And all of this, says Dane Ortland, is the context for his present predicament. Uh, it's in verse 13 where he says, Oh Lord, make haste to help me. David looks to the past and to the future for help in the present. How do you process present adversity? Pastor Ortland asks a great question there, doesn't he? Yeah. Neighbors ridicule you, colleagues at work reject your ideas. The medical exam comes back with bad news. When life is going into meltdown, it is often extremely difficult to feel the love of God as a present reality. 
And sometimes God seems distant, aloof, or deaf. The way forward, says Pastor Dan Ortland, is to consider what God has done for you in the past and what you know he will do in the future. And what can we say that God has done for us in the past? Something far greater than what David articulates when he says, Behold, I have come. I delight to do your will. Oh my God, your law is within my heart. That's in verse 7 and 8. Such is the posture of a sincere believer. But who can say they have done this perfectly? Only one. The greater son of David came into this world and never faltered from doing the will of God. He then suffered what our sin deserves and rose triumphant from the grave. Looking back at this supreme act of deliverance and forward to Christ's promised second return and our final deliverance, we look to God in confidence despite our present adversities. Mm. So true. Psalm 40, well worth reading through again, perhaps uh, uh, multiple times and meditating on. Um, this is, again, In the Lord I Take Refuge, a daily reader by Pastor Dane C. Ortland. Highly recommend it to you. Let me pray for us. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for Psalm 40. Our older brother, David, there's so much we can learn as we study his life in the Old Testament scriptures um, and just see how faithful you were to him, um, how redeeming, how forgiving, how eager to restore, Lord, you are. Um, and then sending your son, Jesus, the greater David, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, Jesus himself, to be our Redeemer, our rescue and salvation. We pray in his name today that uh, we'll walk uh, in the joy of the grace that you've bestowed upon us, secure in your sovereign will and um, surrounded, Lord, uh, by the grace, mercy, and forgiveness that you've offered to your children, which we freely receive. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Have a good day. See ya. Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas. Music by Phil Kagey.